Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Hi, and thank you once again for joining me for this week's Fit Tip. So today, I want to talk about the benefit of exercise on stress levels. Now, first go to Philippians 4 and 13, which says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. All right, so are you stressed out? Well, if you are, you're not alone. Everyone, young and old, experiences stress at one time or another. And stress affects all of us in different ways. One thing studies consistently show is regular exercise reduces the harmful effects of stress. Stress sets off a chain of events. The body reacts to it by releasing a hormone called adrenaline that temporarily causes your breathing and heart rate to speed up and your blood pressure to rise. When stress is constant or chronic, your body remains in high gear on and off for several days or even weeks at a time. Chronic stress can take a physical toll on your body. It can weaken your immune system, increase your body's vulnerability to disease, and cause uncomfortable physical symptoms like headache and stomach problems. Having a low immune system is like going to war with guns but no ammunition. You need ammunition to fight a war, whether it's physical or spiritual. Stress can also lead to anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, and heart disease. However, Exercise is thought to increase the secretion of endorphins, which are naturally produced substances in the brain that include feelings of peacefulness, increased confidence, and self-esteem, and reduces tension. Exercise also acts as a displacement defense mechanism for those who are stressed out. So what does that mean? Well, if you've ever walked for several miles, especially on uneven terrain, you know how hard it is to think of your problems problems when your mind is focused elsewhere. In other words, it's hard to think of your problems when you're trying to walk without tripping over something. Um, Proverbs 24 and 10 says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So, Let's show our strength as being big. Move as much as you can. And this improves your, your mood. It helps you think clearly. It helps to control your appetite, lowers your blood pressure, increases the good cholesterol levels, helps control blood sugar, and improves your quality of sleep and so much more. James 1 and 2, uh, two through 4 says, Count it all joy, my brother. When you meet trials of various kinds, for you know 
that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now, Pastor Mike has said, um, you know, this is not something that you can just pray your way out of. It takes time to get out of shape or to become unhealthy. And it will take time and work to get your health back. But if you go through it, it will take, um, if you go through the work, if you go through the trial, if you stay steadfast and have faith, he will bring you out clean and healthy. So as always, I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. If you know anyone struggling with uh, eating clean or health problems, please share this information with them. And as always, tune in at 11 a.m. on Living Fit um, with James and Karen Roberts on uh, WLJF 100.7 FM to Joy. And have a blessed day. Thank you, Karen. And thank you for joining us for Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts where we try to give you information about how you can improve your health. Proverbs 18.15 says, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Our desire is that you are listening, you're seeking, and you're using knowledge, finding out for yourself with what we say is beneficial that you can do something about your health. Proverbs 9.9 says, Give instruction to a wise man, and he will still, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. It's our desire that you increase in the knowledge of how you can be healthier. Make good decisions when it comes to your health because these are trying times we live in with new diseases coming about, COVID, flus, uh, heart disease, cancers. We want you to make wise decisions about your health. We aim to teach the people we support how to be healthy regardless of their circumstances. A person who does not understand what they are putting on their plate and why they are doing it will not maintain uh, good eating habits. And nutrition is based on knowledge and understanding, which unfortunately is not taught in schools. In the past, good eating habits were taught through family education and facilitated by the quality of products in the uh, daily diet. But... Unfortunately, parents with so many diseases today causing children to not live as long as and as healthy as we are, it becomes very important that we do what the Bible says, make every effort to train up our child in the way they should go in Proverbs 22, 6. It is up to us to correct these mistakes by giving as many people as are willing, the, fo- the following advice. I will give you tips on how to correct your bad eating habits and give you the best chance to make our families live a good, healthy uh, lo- life as long as possible. Just remember that health is not about one thing, though. Health is about many things. I always tell you that. It's about getting air, getting sunshine, getting nutrition, getting exercise, 
respecting other people, having relationships, respecting God, and using self-control. All these things work together. You need to eat mostly from plants. But some things are evident. We must reduce our consumption of processed and ultra-processed products to a minimum. And we need to eat real food, whole foods, every meal. Your diet should focus on the following foods, a wide range of vegetables, as uh, many as possible, green vegetables, green leafy vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, fruits, berries, legumes, whole grains, nuts and seeds, spices, herbs, seaweed, mushrooms. These are the foods that have life. You should take the time to prepare these foods and eat at least half of these foods raw in salads throughout the day. Favor low temperatures when you're cooking your food uh, in order not to cook all the nutrients out of your food. Reduce the consumption of animal products, meat, fish, eggs, dairy, cheese, to no more than once serving a day. Increase your consumption of plant proteins, legumes, uh, that means beans, whole grains, nuts, seaweed, soy, fermented products, which you should eat daily and at every meal. You should be drinking pure filtered water, herbal teas, green teas. Avoid sugars, avoid sodas, zero drinks, and industry uh, pro- produced fruits, juices. Uh, make a list of healthy foods that you would enjoy and create a grocery list that you stick to so that you can avoid buying processed products. Take the time to read the labels and avoid foods that contain more than five different ingredients. Ingredients that uh, you cannot pronounce, sugar, syrup, salt, etc. should totally be avoided. And we want this year to start off very, very well. The basics of health of a healthy and balanced eating plan is not hard, but doing it can be hard if we let it be. We will not ban foods on this show. What we do is we do tell you that there are empty calories you should consume as an indulgence as infrequently as possible and only when you have that desire. It cannot be every day at every meal or every break time. Eat only when you are really hungry. Don't make the mistake of saying this time won't hurt. We must use common sense and use smaller plates to encourage ourselves to eat less. Have a snack when you are actually hungry between meals that are real fruits and nuts. Make your evening meals the smallest as possible to help you not only maintain your weight, but help you sleep well at night because this is where the healing process takes place. Eat organic and locally processed as often as possible. Avoid toxins, pesticides, antibiotics, and nutrient-poor foods from McDonald's, Burger King, Kentucky Fried Chicken, um, 
Chick-fil-A, these foods are not helpful to your health. Take regular 30-minute walks or exercise as often as possible, especially if you are not a person who has a job that is active. Keep processed products to a minimum. Keeping processed products to a minimum is the most important goal you're going to implement with uh, to reach the health that you are responsible for. Your health is your responsibility, not anyone else's. You can't blame anybody when you keep doing the wrong things. The major minerals such as selenium, carbon, sulfur, phosphorus, zinc, sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, iron, iodine, that structure our body tissues come from our food. And you can't get it if you're eating junk food. When the food we eat lacks these minerals and nutrients, the body lacks vital elements for growth, repair, general function, and the energy you're going to need to go throughout the day. With a proliferation of refined sugars, additives, trans fats, sweeteners, and toxins, uh, substance in our food, eating good quality food has become a major priority for us to maintain our health. Food processed by industry has no nutritional value and therefore there is no nutritional benefit to consuming these foods and will cause or eventually cause harm to your health. To help you with your grocery shopping, we advise our clients to ask themselves the right questions. Does this food have any nutritional value? Again, for example, white bread or whole bread. Remember we talked about that a few weeks ago. Is there a health benefit to eating the bread you choose or is there a health risk to eating these foods? You can't be just the fact that you like it. If you ask yourselves these simple questions, you can and will eliminate many processed products from your eating plan. The goal is to gradually move from foods with no nutritional value to creating a way of making healthy foods your normal way of eating. And you can be reassured that this is a simple, easy, and enjoyable change when you do it the right way. And if you need help, of course, we always tell you we're here. And that's what we do on a daily basis. We want to make our advice practical. We look at the foods with a high nutritional value that make up a healthy diet. There are foods that people are going to tell you that are superfoods, but there are no superfoods by itself. They're a combination of foods. We can give anyone a list that would be great to go by, but most people will not want to do my list. And we asked our clients to mainly give us what they would normally eat. And this is the way we can help them make a transition to easier healthier ways of eating. You can make up your own shopping list according to what you enjoy eating. You are uh, eating what you uh, find pleasurable but no uh, nutritional value and you have no self-control. 
then you're not going to stick with what I tell you to do anyway. And that's the reason why a lot of people quit. And therefore, we must be smart and should not ask you to eliminate all processed food immediately because we know for a fact that you will not. First, we asked our clients to compile a shopping list, including the healthier choices, the veggies from our list that they would eat, that they would call superfoods, and we incorporate those into their diet. And if our clients wishes, they can add one or two indulgence that they enjoy and can eat in a reasonable quantity no more than twice a week. It does not give our clients this ability to just do what they want to. If you enjoy ice cream and you don't have diabetes or you're not sick, then, you know, you can occasionally do these things. But everybody's not on the same level. And if you have someone around you who has an issue and you want to help them, don't you be trying to tempt them with what you know you can do, you know, because it becomes a habit to people. It's hard to control uh, our eating. The worst habit in the world is worse than alcohol. It's worse than cigarettes. Food addiction is the worst kind of addiction. I have t- uh, to tell you that sugar has an uh, additive effect to our body and to our brain that causes it not to function well. And so we don't, we can't control it. It's, it's very different. Uh, they have proven it with rats that, you know, you can give a rat cocaine or sugar. They'll go to the sugar every time. If you cannot limit yourself to the appropriate portion size, we as ask our clients not to put those things into their path because they can't control it. You just can't. Not all clients who come to us for support are, are equally exposed to the temptations, and some can consume harmful products from time to time, while others don't have that self-control necessary to resist and will overdo it whenever they are tempted. Let's take smoking, for example. We cannot allow ourselves to smoke and get a uh, and not be addicted. Everybody can't do it, but some people can. Some people can smoke one cigarette and never smoke again. But not everybody can, so you have to know you. Uh, others limit themselves to one ice cream, uh, or one hamburger three times a year uh, as a vice, and it will not kill them. But the problem starts when you repeat this behavior, and we need to find out whether our clients are prone to this type of behavior. And most who come here are, but not everybody. Some people come here are already trying to solve their problem, and they have been doing very well, but they have not completed their healing process, and they want to find out as much as they can about the nutritional value of food and how their exercise food and uh, the value of exercise, food, air, rest, all these things work together. It's called uh, familiar uh, psychology concept called decision fatigue. Marketers use the concept on advertising on TV at the supermarket, a concept to get consumers 
to buy. And by nature, humans have a limited ability to make serious decisions with a short period of time. And the quality of their decisions can uh, then deteriorate the point to the point of being unable to make the next decision out of what they know is the right choice for their health. And so it is Karen and I uh, wish that we tell our clients that we, we give them a, a list of foods that they should be incorporating into their diet with the hopes that they put more of those in. Because in supermarkets, there are many sweets, candy bars. They're always at the checkout counter, which uh, from a health perspective should be avoided at all costs. And this is not a coincidence. It's there because the way people make money is if they can keep you uh, buying these products and keep you sick. Nobody makes any money when you're well. I can tell you right now, the health industry the uh, healthcare industry does not intend for you to be completely well. Because if your people are well, there's no need for a lot of these procedures that are done. And advertisers know that as we as consumers have little self-control, left after browsing all these shelves and resisting hundreds of processed items, for some reason we'll we'll take their advice and take these uh, things home thinking that this one time will not hurt us. And I keep telling you that one time of somebody dropping a bomb on you can damage a lot of different people. Not, and not only you, but like I told you, parents, it's our responsibility to teach our children how to eat the proper way. And we can't do it if we keep hoping that they will eat better. When we bring junk food home, stop by uh, these restaurants. I don't care if it's uh, uh, a sit-down restaurant uh, or not. TGI Fridays, uh, Red Lobster. These foods are still prepared by somebody trying to get you to come back. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be, do well. Going, going to Golden Corral, all you can eat, you know, as a, uh, a place for us to gather, it's not a good idea. It's just not. And, and I, I hate to say it, but look, if we're going to get well, we got to quit jumping around the problem. Health is something that we need to take very, very seriously. Uh, everybody keeps talking about COVID and flu and other things. We have to keep our guts clean. We have to keep our livers clean. In order to do it, we have to eat the right foods. We can't do it wishing for better. We have to do it by making things better. In order for me to get better, i got to make decisions. Now, I'll give you a few common questions that we ask our clients often. So, if I get hungry... Between meals, how can I stop myself from eating something? Well, you, you, you might not be able to, and most of the time, we're not really hungry. Junk food is readily available at work or when I'm out, 
and about, they'll tell us, especially in the vending machines. And I've had clients who are even doctors tell me this, that they'll go down and, you know, think, well, I'm getting a snack. Well, there is no such thing as a snack. It's food. It goes into your body. It has to be processed so it becomes part of your diet. And the answer is simple. Always take healthy snack with you to work or wherever you go, whether it's out shopping, out with your friends. Eat before you go. A handful of unsalted or unsweetened nuts, walnuts, almonds, hazelnuts, fresh fruit, or a piece of chocolate, uh, at least 80% cacao. You uh, really, you have to realize if you're actually hungry or you're actually dehydrated. Most people are eating out of emotion or because other people are eating, and you cannot uh, fix your health trying to do what other people do. What does it mean to eat mainly plant foods? Well, Karen and I are not intending to turn all of our clients, or even you, to vegetarians or vegans, or otherwise. We're not trying to tell you everything you should eat. What we're trying to do is give you some options. Some will choose to eliminate all these animal products out of personal convictions or because they have health issues. A nutrition coach like we are, we do not advise our clients to eliminate all such products, but to know how every food affects that person. It's important to know how things affect you, and that's the reason why we tell people to slowly eliminate things and put things back in, because you'll never know what your problem is if you just keep doing it. As we have discussed before, any heating, eating plan requires monitoring, especially when you're vegans. But really, all eating plans today has a deficiency of, vitamin, of vitamins and minerals, and only a physician is authorized to prescribe. No, we cannot tell you what you should do. We, we sit down with you and we recommend what you can do, and we discuss how your situation is. However, nutritional studies have shown that the closer a diet is to 100% whole foods, plants-based, the better the person's health is going to be. The traditional diet of the Okinawans of Japan Island is a perfect example. In this uh, highest concentration of health centurions, and uh, this is due to their traditional nature of their diet, which is 96% plant-based. Karen and I hopefully uh, give you the goal to increase the percentage of plant products in our clients' diets, that they consume as much as possible and gradually reduce uh, the animal products as much as possible. If you really want to set a goal this year, it could be 80-20. Uh, that is a good uh, goal. 80% of your diet should be plant, whole, real whole food, organic plant foods, uh, while 20% can be animal. It is not our job to suggest that our clients become vegan or vegetarian, as these two ways of eating do not guarantee health. Because there's junk food vegans, especially considering how eager the food industry is to offer processed products that also fall within the restrictions of these dietary trends. 
A new form of junk food is always emerging. The more whole plant foods you eat and the fewer processed and uh, animal products you eat, the healthier you're going to be. Let's start with 80-20, which should be the first goal to improve our health, and then try to get to 90-10. Scientists cannot pinpoint exactly what it is that is in plants. Uh, the antioxidants, the fiber, the omega-3 fatty acids, probably all of these. Regardless of this, the dietary recommendation of a nutritionist like myself agree that eating more plant foods is going to be the best thing you can do for your health. Vitamin C and antioxidants that we get from most plants since the body cannot make them is perfect to improve our health and our biological makeup and reduce the inflammation in our body. And you can't do it doing what we normally have been doing. You know, so Karen, I appreciate you listening and hopefully I've given you information today that will help you on your journey to good health this year. Keep living fit and doing what matters. And we want you to be healthy in 2024. So God bless you. We'll see you next time. Keep living fit, doing what matters. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.